country needs you. An art review of the literal security theater show on Nairobi streets. It is said that knowledge is a curse, but my knowledge of the dramatic arts was the last thing I ever expected to manifest this truth out of all my skills. For those of us Kenyans who know how to read the Mison Sin that is downtown Nairobi, the last few weeks preceding and during French President Emmanuel Macron's visit have been interesting to say the least. But as a film director and script writer, and I am sad to say, I have witnessed a lot of terrible acting, a true mutilation of the theatrical arts upon the streets of the city. Still, I'm not sure the practitioners of this travesty were aware of the fact that they were, to the trained eye, in terrible need of dramatic correction. The theater show they produced was untitled, but I want to call it These Are Not Your Streets, Part 1. And it has been showing on the street right beside you if you had the eyes to see. Let me explain, but let's make it interesting. What do the following three Kenyans have in common? Atoll Msewa Kupima Wait, sitting silently and openly in the daytime along the Kenyatta Avenue pavement, his head lowered, all his attention on his phone as people pass him by. A sensibly dressed woman sitting on a tree stump on a Saturday around lunch hour, chewing through a large roasted maize cob slowly and making no attempt to seek the shade of a nearby tree with a bench underneath. A sweet vendor out late, about 8.30 in the night, leaning silently against the lamppost where the shed hides the upper part of his body and only the sweets in the small bucket hung between his legs in the light. Well, can you guess? For one, they are all doing things counterintuitive to the nature of the jobs they are supposed to be doing. Them say Wakupima Wait is not calling out to customers or nervously looking out for city council. Why? The woman on the tree stump is pouring sweat and wiping it with a handkerchief, but not moving into the shade, not even taking off her backpack. Why? And the sweet vendor, what's up with that? That's downright suspicious. At that time, even if a sweet vendor was leaning there, his little bucket would not be arranged for daytime. If I was directing that scene in a film and I saw that extra, I would yell cut and send him back to the costume department for a makeover. I'll tell you what else they all have in common. They are all plainclothes police. The city has been on mini lockdown these last few weeks. The oblivious and the privileged have probably not even noticed, but every young man from Eastlands, every street archin, every hawker, Every tout and border border rider, every sex worker, will tell you it has been perilous. It has been necessary to be able to read the stranger on the street and decide on the quality of their acting. If you fail to see all the bad acting happening around you, you might have found yourself in some terrible trouble. Ask the two Matatu touts I saw at OTC. Handcuffed by plainclothes police officer who was dressed like an underground rapper, bling and torn jeans and all. At what point did they realize that he was not a rapper? When it was too late, evidently. Ask the young man I saw on Wednesday morning sitting near the Tomboya statue in downtown Nairobi, two bad actors standing over him, glowering down at his face as one searched his pockets. 
As I was walking away, I think I heard a slap. At what point, as they walked towards him, did he realize they were not going to a nearby office, but that their office was the street and he was their unfortunate business? If the last few weeks have taught me anything, it is that everyone needs some knowledge of acting. At least, everyone needs to be able to differentiate the good from the bad. You see, even the real wajango, the ones who grab you and press a pistol in your back demanding your money and phone, even they usually need to act, a little in order to get close enough before they show their true colors. I have a feeling that that slight bit of theater education might not only make us safer on our streets, but also that it will change the entertainment industry for the better. I don't even blame the poor security officers. Most of them must have been trying out theatrical roles for the first time ever. However, I request the government to invest a little more in the theatrical arts, if just because it seems to be such a critical skill for national security. God forbid those who want to harm Kenyans learn good acting first, right? Now as a professional and in general, I don't trust bad acting. Even a good friend will sometimes fail the good acting test and often you discover that they were trying to lie or withhold some information in these cases, such as why they need to borrow money. But now comes the twist in the tale. I was careful all through the week to keep a safe distance from any of the bad actors and Lord have mercy, they poured the whole force into this theater production without auditioning them. There were some terrible examples indeed. I saw a sweet vendor even ignore a mother and child. Sweet vendors love selling to children. I think the biggest factor of the bad acting that stood out was the simple ignorance of the real life of the character whose costume they had chosen to wear. I didn't think it through very well though. I should have remembered the other constant I have observed in most bad actors I have directed. They are often unaware that their acting is bad and are utterly convinced that they are the next Lupita. I should have seen it from their point of view. They must have sat and wondered, but how does he not fall for our marvelous acting? So instead of avoiding suspicion, I think I must have aroused it instead. But thankfully, they finally found a decent actor to send my way. On Tuesday morning, as I walked up the hill up State House Road to go to Power 254, a short, bespectacled, cold old man, bald with white hair, was walking slowly up ahead. As I came up the road, he watched me wipe the sweat off my face and smoothly took the opportunity to start a conversation. Kuna joto leo, eh? Kwanza kama ukonanja, ndio unaisikia vizuri. It's hot today, eh? Especially if you're hungry. That's when you really feel the heat. I liked how smooth his improvised entry was and I'm not a bad actor myself. So I smiled and decided to walk with him and chat a little about life. Nikifika nina poenda kwanza, nitakunywa maji baridi, ndio nitafuteka chai, I replied. When I get to where I'm going, I'll have to take some cold water and then look for tea. Eh, yani sikuizi kuna njaa? Ukiona jua imewaka hivi, jua kuna njaa. Eh, these days there's hunger. When you see the sun blazing like this, there's hunger. Kweli mzee, watu wamesota sana. Sasa mimi naingia hivi. 
That's true, old man. Now I'm going to turn here. At this point, I was about to turn right into State House Crescent, and he was still walking ahead of me. He made his first mistake then. He walked on as if he was still going up State House Road before turning again to follow me. I looked in his face and saw him take the mistake with the grace of a seasoned performer. I smiled. How did the police find such a great actor? I could use such talent for my next film. But now, I was curious. Kumba ulikuwa unakuja huku kama mimi? Oh, so you are coming to this place like me? Eh, ninataka kununua sigara kwa hiyo duka ya mluya. Eh, I want to buy a cigarette at this kiosk run by the luya guy. Again, he was impressive. He had done some homework and knew that there is a small tuck shop by the gate of Power 254 run by a relaxed old man called Stevo. I smiled. He didn't seem rehearsed at all. A natural actor, but not on your screen. We walked together, discussing the economy and the heat. When we got to the gate, I bought him a chapati at the kibanda opposite the shop. I told him I was now going to work and wished him well. And I walked away wondering if I had been going about the situation completely the wrong way. It seems the better plan is to pretend you can't see bad acting. Perhaps I simply should not be thinking like a scriptwriter or film director when I am on the street. Perhaps it is I who should be perfecting my acting on the street, playing the complicated role of man who does not see bad acting as I walk among the throng. So for the last few days as Macron's visit has wound up, I have attempted to relax a little more around the bad acting all around town. I must admit though, it has not been easy. Truthfully, sometimes they did not bother to act at all. Some days, specifically from Thursday through to Saturday, it was like a badly directed dystopian horror film. I guess they were worried that there might be some trouble before and during the busiest dates of the UNEA summit. It was well into the very dystopian territory of physical presence as threat and violence hung heavy above every street like rain clouds waiting for an excuse to pour down. I remember walking up Wabera Street from Mamangena Street and a burly gentleman following behind me for a few minutes, his nose barely inches from the back of my neck. Then he suddenly sped on, perhaps to follow other prey. As he passed me, I remember noticing a small can clutched tightly in his hand, his finger on the top part of it. My guess? It was a can of mace. And going by the expression on the man's face, Alikwame bonda like he had safari ants in his underwear. I sensed he was disappointed that I hadn't given him any excuse to use it. There's a shop window at Kipande House facing the street at which we sometimes stop to dance as we come from Power 254. Yes, we do. What can I say? We are, after all, artists. And art is a way of life, not a 9 to 5 occupation. I was walking ahead of everyone else as we came up to eat that evening, and then I saw them. A large group of bad actors standing around the spot, at least 12, pretending to be regular people heading home. Except, they were all drifting too close to your side, bumping you on the shoulder, or in some cases, turning right round to walk by your side and listen to your conversation. It was not a time to be oblivious. I know bad acting.
but I also know when people are not acting anymore. There was no more pretense of theater. We hurried on, past the dancing spot and on our way. We didn't dance that day. We go to a different bar stages without incident, but not before one tall gentleman had suddenly turned to block my friend's path and take a deep long sniff of his face right in the middle of Moy Avenue, trying to smell him for traces of ganja. Now surely, that is well within the realm of sexual harassment. If I were directing that film, I would have fired that actor immediately for breach of contract. That was not bad acting anymore, just very bad behavior. It should not be condoned in any sort of theater produced for public consumption. I've been thinking about the whole exercise in a new light, wondering if all over the city, young people like me were also feeling the overbearing weight of the security performance, feeling restricted to just given spaces and welcome in some, feeling as though they were not really the audience of it, because why would the cast of a play meant for me seem so unfriendly to me? As if I was not the intended audience of the show, but some charlatan roaming about their stage. I thought this was my city too. You can see why I gave their theater production the title that I did. I have been wondering if better acting on their part would have made a difference to how their show made me feel. It is a long shot, but I have decided to volunteer some free theatrical advice. To all you first-time actors and actresses who debuted in the country's biggest theater production this year, congratulations and kudos. Welcome to the entertainment industry and good luck. I have two quick pieces of advice for you after the show. Your performances were affected by two major first-time actor mistakes. The first and most common mistake many of you made was being over-serious. There's no reason why a sweet vendor I have never met would be glaring at me angrily instead of trying to sell me sweets. Some of you, especially the men, already have faces that are angry by default. For such people, deliberately trying to look serious moves your performance quickly from the genre of drama to the genre of horror. Watch out for that next time. The next and most common mistake you made, though I am much more lenient about this one, was a very common acting mistake unintended smiling. I mostly observed this among the actresses. Why? There was one who smiled right at me even as she attempted to steal a photo of my face on her phone, perhaps amused by her own undercover actions. Good acting needs one to not let their emotions give them away. I'm glad though, I much prefer the smiling ladies to the Wasewa Kubonda. Which young man doesn't like a pretty actress giving them some attention? Your next production is bound to be much better if you remember these two tips. I have also been thinking about the old man who spoke to me on my way to work. Why me? Why did he follow and perform for me? Who asked him to? For what purpose? I wonder if he does it for a living. This subtle and not much known form of theater acting. When I told my friend Dulismo about it, he didn't hesitate. Huyo ni mblena. Hiyo ndiyo wira yake. Huyo alijangwangat ama ruwabe akutres mpaka penye unaingia. That's a spy. That's his job. He was paid a hundred or two hundred shillings to follow you to your destination. I'm not surprised to hear that opinion of the old man, but I'm much more interested in the nature of his work.
if he does it regularly, then he's a professional actor operating in the theater of real life. Old man, if they show you this article, come and look for me at the place you followed me to. We didn't get the chance to talk about your acting career and I really think your best days are not yet behind you. You have what it takes to be a great film or theater actor and you owe me a chapati. I reiterate, I don't blame the huge cast of These Are Not Your Streets Part 1 entirely for their bad acting. Again, experience with Kenyan TV and theatrical productions has taught me that many times the reason the acting is bad is because someone tampered with the production and or rehearsal budget. You can't blame an actor for something like bad costuming or an inappropriate prop. Someone with a good eye for theater is supposed to help them with such things. Perhaps I have discovered a unique opportunity for actors and theater practitioners like myself. It seems that the security profession is in need of good theater production skills much more than they might admit. And Lord knows, paying work for artists can be hard to come by. I'm glad to see that they put up such a concerted effort to perform their show and some of them, such as Demze who spoke to me, certainly deserve at least a Kalasha award. And to all other young film and theater actors all over the country, it turns out your country needs you. Yeah.